podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the uh, FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank both the Dolphins Talk Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network for their support. Uh, Make sure to check them out. Please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Please make sure to follow the show. That way you'll know when a new one comes out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. And we're here for another podcast uh, this week. I'm with Louis Argoni. Hello, doll fans. Hello, Mike. How are you? We're one and oh. I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah, we're one and oh. We've got a home game. We do. In front of us on <laughs> Sunday, so uh, we could possibly get to 2-0. Oh. We are playing the stinking Buffalo Bills. Yeah, the stinking Jets. Buffalo, we, the Buffalo, eh, I don't know. What do we? I don't know. What do we usually describe? What adjective do we use I in can't, front of the Buffalo There may be Bills? children listening. I can't do that. Yeah, I can't either. I can't, I can't get into the, the words I use for them. But I do have a lot of respect for the Buffalo Bill team. Um, they're a good organization. They are uh, being ran extremely well. Uh, they've made some really good trades, some really good draft picks. They turned that team around really quick. They really did. I mean, they're a legitimate Super Bowl contender if the defense plays well. Uh, you know, I don't want to boost them up too much, but, um, you know, because they are a hated rival, but you have to respect them. And, um, you know, they're one of the best teams in football right now. So we've got a task in front of us. No doubt about that, Mike. No doubt about it. So we got, we got an injury report today. And, okay. Uh, and did we get anything uh, out of that injury really report? Really more a of a practice report than an injury report. <laughs> right. Gotcha. Uh, Adam Shaheen has a knee injury. He uh, was limited in practice. Andrew Van Ginkle has a problem with his back. He was limited in practice. And uh, Preston Williams with the foot. Uh, he was also limited. limited. Yep. Other players that are injured but practiced fully is uh, Clayton Fedgelum. He's got a shoulder problem. Devontae Parker has a shoulder, which he's had through camp. Uh, John Jenkins has a sore knee and Landon Roberts also has a knee. But like I said, those guys fully participated. So we should obviously expect them to play unless something gets worse later in the week. So we did not have anybody DNP. No, not one. No, that's, that's a positive. And we didn't have any COVID situation there, right? Well, we had somebody come off of COVID, you know, Shaheen was, uh, yes, sidelined for a while so he's back now very good so we're at full strength right now well we lost we lost our nose tackle Uh, no i didn't know that he was put on injured reserve oh god are you serious what happened to him well we don't know coach hasn't really said he he basically gave the same mantra that he gives every day you know he's working hard to get back and he's day-to-day but he's on three-week ir so we know he'll miss at least three games and that sucks yep did they bring anybody in? Um, do we well, have somebody on the practice squad? Shaheen took his roster spot. Okay, but that Shaheen's not going to play nose tackle for us. So we no, know he's not. We've got John <laughs> Jenkins who can play nose tackle. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, past him, I guess Wilkins, they can move inside. And, exactly. Uh, you're going to probably see a lot more of Phillips and some of the other guys that probably wouldn't be on the field as much. So, woof, that's, um, you know, that's interesting. I mean, you know, the fact that they're going against Josh Allen, Mike, um, maybe he wouldn't have been on the field as many plays anyway, right? Because they're not I a real – I kind of agree with that. I think, you know, last week was probably more important for him to play, and, you know, he was knocked out on like the fifth play. But right. last week was more important for him to play than I would think this week is going to be because I don't see the Bills really trying to rush the ball. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, Josh Allen, if he's running, is going to evade him anyway. Agreed. I mean, I think that, you know, in the scenario or the situation now that we're in, you'll probably see Wilkins playing that position quite a bit to get, you know, to get a faster guy, you know, uh, at him on the inside. You know, I think that that's what you're going to see. You're going to see a lot of those type of packages, a nickel package, uh, you know, where there's a better pass rusher on the field or, or a group of pass rushers on the field. And um, that's the way, you know, we're going to have to go at them. So for this week, it may not be as big a loss as it might be going forward because, um, you know, the Raiders, of course, have Josh Jacobs. He's a really solid running back. And um, regardless of the fact he's going to be missed because it's going to be 88 degrees out there and uh, these guys are going to break down. Hopefully the Bills break down a lot faster than we do. Hopefully. Yes. So. What do we got? So if we're looking at the Dolphins offense. Okay. Against the uh, Bills defense. Okay. I would assume, and this is just an assumption on my part, but I would assume we're probably going to put three receivers out there, seeing as we're getting fuller back. Mm-hmm. If we do that, I kind of like the way we actually match up with their uh, cornerbacks. Okay. You know, you've got Devontae Parker, who... Mm-hmm. uh would probably be, you know, uh, covered by White. Right. You agree with that? Tredavious? Yeah. 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 I would think so. I mean, you know, that that seems like – I don't – I mean, he's left side. Yeah, Park, Parker's usually lined up on the right side. Absolutely. Yeah, White yeah. will be covering him. And then um, – You've got Wallace, and uh, he'd probably cover Fuller. Yep. And Johnson would cover Waddle. Right. Teron. Assuming those are your three receivers out there. Right. I kind of like our, our matchup there. I mean, I, I mean, obviously Devontae's gonna, you know, have a tough battle on his hands, but we know what Devontae can do, and I, I think he'll get his share. Um, and on the other side, how are they going to contend with that speed? Now they've got, you know, Hyde the safety, who's pretty good, right? Um, you know, he's he's been a good player for a few years, so you know, you you you, you have to concern yourself with him, but I but I still think we have a little bit of an advantage there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, running the ball, I don't think we have an advantage. I like their linebackers. I, I had hoped that the Dolphins drafted Edmonds, and they didn't. I had hoped they drafted Ed Oliver, you know, the defensive lineman that the Bills have, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Oliver's coming into his own. He, he's playing better uh, lately. Uh, now, Edmonds has a little bit to go, but he's not bad, and, and Milano is, is good. Uh, at the other side. So Milano's very good. I mean, he's, yep. he's a little banged up right now, but I'm yes. sure he'll be out there. He'll be out there. Yes. You know, um, you know, and they have, of course, uh, the rookie at defensive end. Rousseau. Yeah. Rousseau. And he made some plays last week. He looked pretty good during the preseason as well. 
So with all that being said, you know, they've got a pretty solid defense here that we're going up against. Um, I personally think that um, if we're going to beat this football team, you got to move the football on this team. Now, last week I watched a good majority of the Pittsburgh-Buffalo game, and Pittsburgh had a very hard time moving the football on this team. But they, you know, they looked a lot like they did last year, Mike Pittsburgh, in regard to not being able to run the football. Their offensive line was not opening up any holes whatsoever for Najee Harris. So they were putting Roethlisberger in passing situations on a continuous basis. And um, Roethlisberger looked kind of like he did last year. You know, he's able to complete some passes. They were throwing a lot of short short passes, and Buffalo did a very good job in slowing them down. But if you look at our offense as a whole, uh, we're very comparable. I, I think, was just going to say, it's you sound like you're describing a Dolphin game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, our offense is very comparable. We've got a lot of good receivers. Um, we've got running backs that can catch the football out of the backfield. You're going to have to go out there, and you're going to have to put pressure on their defense, just like we did last week. We have to, you know, just go full throttle. And, um, you know, the running game last week, Mike, was kind of an afterthought, right? I mean, you know, you gathered that from last week's game, correct? Absolutely. Um, It was pass first, run second. And it was somewhat successful on. on I don't think anything changes this week, to be honest with you. No, I don't. I don't either. I mean, I think that. You know, you have to come up with some chunk plays. You, you just have to. Um, you, you have to. For us to meticulously work the football down the field on three or four drives would be the best thing in the world for us because it's keeping Josh Allen and Buffalo's offense off the field. But, totally agree. But realistically, is that going to happen? You know, no. and are you going to be able to finish long drives like that against this defense? I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't think so. So with that being said, I think that they are going to have to have some chunk plays to where, you know, we don't have to work it, work it, work it. We get into their end on a big play down the field or maybe, you know, a little slant to to waddle that he takes 40, 50 yards, gets us into their territory. And we got to continually be putting points on the board, even if they're field goals. I mean, you know, we hate settling for field goals. But as long as we're being productive drive after drive, we, we can beat this football team. If you're chewing clock and keeping Allen off the field, which should be your recipe, you know, uh, then yes, we can. But I don't think you want to live on field goals because they can put up touchdowns pretty quick. Right. Well, my thought process is this, Mike, is that last week, you know, in between our couple of drives, there wasn't an awful lot, right? So mm-hmm. you've got to put a few drives together where even if you have to settle for a field goal, at least you're being somewhat productive. Mm-hmm. And and I understand what you're saying, but I think our defense is capable of keeping them out of the end zone at times as well, you know, on drives, which we're, you know, we're one of the best teams in one of the best defenses in the NFL at doing that. You know, we're very capable of stalling drives. We did it all last year. We did it last week. And we can do it again this week. But, you know, what we have to do is is we have to continually put pressure on them again. We have to score points. We can't go three and out and keep giving the ball back to Josh Allen. Uh, it's just not going to happen. We've seen this story before. Last year, we saw it in quite a few games against Kansas City. 
and against some of the other teams where we were playing really solid defense for about a quarter and a half, and then all of a sudden the other team's offense wakes up a little bit because when you have those type of players that you're going up against on the opposite side of the field, eventually, Mike, they're going to get to you. They're just too good. So my thought process is, is, hey, you know, even if you're having to settle for field goals, you're putting points on the board and you're, you're keeping yourself in the game. Do we ever want to settle for field goals? No, but we have to continue to put pressure on them on every single drive, not just once or twice over the course of a four-quarter game. No, I agree. And, you know, we, one of the things that stuck out from uh, last week's game was when um, Tua was pressured six times in the game. Okay. And he went one one of five uh, through for 13 yards, had no touchdowns and an interception on those pressures. Right. So if I'm Buffalo, mm-hmm. okay, I'm coming after the kid. Yep. So that means that they're going to have to be using the running backs in the passing game. They're going to have to be using the tight ends in the passing game, probably more than they did last week, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be Smythe or Kosicki, whoever they decide to stick out there. You know, they're going to have to have, uh, you know, short routes on almost every every play that they run because uh, if they don't, I don't think we're going to stay in the football game. Yeah, I mean, here's the situation, Mike, right? And you're absolutely right. I mean, you hit it perfectly. I mean, if you're Buffalo, you're coming after them. And not only are you coming after him, but you're you're also having a lot of people at the line of scrimmage. Now, right. how, do you, how do you beat that? Well... Two has got to beat them. I mean, you know, if in fact that's the case and they're putting a bunch of guys in the box, which I truly think they're going to attempt to do early in the game until we can uh, burn them here and there on plays like that. We have the speed on the outside. We have the playmakers that if they get matched up man to man, I have all the confidence in the world in them. The problem that you mentioned was, of course, Tua reading these defenses and what they're trying to do. He's going to have to burn them because it's a copycat league. And once teams see that he's incapable of doing that, if in fact he shows that, then that's what teams are going to do against us continually until he proves them different. So it's up to Tua to take a three-step back. I think aside from Tua, Yep. It's up to Godsey to put the right game plan in place, knowing what to expect and having a way to offset it. Right. Well, I mean, yes, at 110%. In other words, he's got to help Tua. He can't leave it all on Tua because that's a recipe for a disaster. 110%, Mike. The thing is this, okay? You know, you've got to recognize what the other team's doing, okay? So if, in fact... They're at the line of scrimmage, and they got nine guys in the box, and there's a play called Tua or whoever's in his ears is going to have to audibleize or do something to where he throws, a, he throws a jump ball up to either one of the guys on the outside. They have to challenge them down the field, and it doesn't take long. You take a three-step drop, yes. and yes. you throw a fade down the sideline, and that's the extent of it. Um, if we get into a situation where Tua has to start reading defenses and he's scrambling around back there with our offensive line, it's not going to work. So you hit it right on the button. I mean, they have to come out with it with a very scripted game plan, and it has to include balls down the field to the tight ends, as you mentioned as well, down the middle of the field. I mean, we have to exploit what they're going to attempt to do, and and it's as simple as that. I mean. Mm-hmm. 
you know, the defense is very solid on the Buffalo side. They're This is a very well-coached team on they both are. sides of the football. They really are. They don't make a lot of mistakes either. And in order to beat them, this is the type of stuff you're going to have to do. You're going to have to make plays on offense because you know that they are going to score some points in this game. This is not an offense uh, that is going to score 14 points and you're going to be able to get out of there with a win. I think you're going to have to put up somewhere between 28 and 30 points to win this football game. That's a tall task. It's a tall task. Um, I mean, but, you know, yeah, are you, are you in agreement again, on that? Well, yes, I actually am. And, and you know, look, if we get a defensive score or we get a special team score, uh, you know, that helps. Uh, that, you know, that brings you from 21 to 28. And I think our offense can probably score 17 to 21 points. When I look at this game, okay, mm-hmm. it's like you said, they, they really have to play a smart football game. They can beat Buffalo. I don't know that they're going to beat Buffalo, but they can beat Buffalo. But in order for them to do so, they have to play a really clean game. They can't have all the penalties that they had last week, and I, I think they had five or whatever it was, but they got to play clean or close mm-hmm. to clean. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Kinley being downfield, can't do that. You've got to know, you know, in the RPOs, you're only allowed a yard. Right. So he's got to know that, and he's got to make sure that his butt is not more than a yard downfield. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the, the, they just have to play disciplined and, and smart football. Can't turn the ball over. So, Tua, take your sack. Don't throw it up for grabs. I mean, you know, we can't have that. That That's losing football. I will tell you this, Mike. It, it, this is very comparable to a Miami Dolphin-Buffalo Bill game back in, like, the uh, late 80s, early 90s. When yeah, except we had a different quarterback back then. Well, we did, but taking that away, uh-huh. okay, we beat Buffalo at times when we never expected to beat him. Right. Was, we went up to Buffalo one time when Louis Oliver picked off a pass, brought it back 100 yards from, yeah. you know, in the end zone. And you hit it again. You're, you're right on target tonight, Mike. Uh, you, you, hit it on, you hit it right on, the, right on the spot again in regard to playing a perfect game. You have to. You have to go out there. Your defense – cannot give up chunk plays. They can't give up easy touchdowns, make them work for everything. And that's how we beat that Jim Kelly, you know, Buffalo, you know, Thurman Thomas, those Buffalo teams on the occasions that there weren't a lot of occasions when we beat them, but on the few occasions that we did, they went out there and they played a perfect game on offense. They scored enough points and the defense did an extremely good job. Now our defense is more than capable of doing that. You know, it's the offense where, you know, we concern ourselves. Well, uh, I'm, I'm also concerned on the defensive side because I just don't know where we're going to get the pass rush from. And we've got to have a pass rush this game. Yeah, I, I agree with you 110%, Mike. They're going to have to throw blitzes at him. And they're going to have to pe- pressure him and not allow him with a four-man rush to just sit back there all day. Because I don't care what cornerback or safety you are in this league. If the guy's got six, seven seconds to throw the football, eventually he's going to break open. And we saw quite a bit of that up in Buffalo at the end of last year. So we don't want to see that. You know, we want to see a situation where they're putting a little pressure on him. They're getting him off his mark. 
and they're you know they're actually putting them on his ass a few times. I mean, you know, we we got to get to the quarterback. I mean, we didn't have one sack last week, and, nope. and this this week we have to do it. I mean, I know he's a great runner. We got to take the lanes away from him. I mean, listen, it's a tall task. I mean, think about all the things we're talking about right now. I mean, you got Diggs and you got Cole Beasley in the slot. Now you got Emmanuel Sanders on top of Gabriel Davis on the outside. And then Knox always seems to have good games against us at the tight end (laughs) position. Um, You know, their running game does not scare me in the least. If they want to run the football, then let them do it, Mike. I mean, just like I said last week against New England, if Damian Harris, they want to continue to run the football to him, great, do it. Eventually, you know, you've got to get down by the in the red zone and, you know, around by the goal line. And our defense stiffens up at that point. So if Buffalo wants to try and run the football and, and play that game, that's fine with me. You know, take take time off the clock, you know, keep us in the ball game. As long as our offense is moving the football a little bit on our, you know, in regard to, uh, you know, our offense and, and our time of possession. So, you know, I'm not worried about their running game. I'm concerned with the fact that this guy's going to throw the ball up 50 times. He did it last week, you know? So, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm assuming they're going to attempt to do the same thing. And, you know, our defense has got to be up to the task. You got to make them hurt. You know, you got to make them hurt. Got to knock them down. You you know, just hit them. Got to hit them. Get them off his spot. Get them off his game a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Agba was close last week a few times, but he was never, never able to get the sack. Hopefully uh, this Sunday that'll change. You know, you want to see him get knocked on his ass quite a bit. Um, I don't think there's a team in the league right now that fears our pass rush, and no. and that's an issue. I mean, that's what Phillips was brought in to do. So guess what? You know, you're, it's your second game as a pro. You know, make your presence known. I mean, you're a number one draft pick. This is why we drafted these guys. They have to come out, and th- that was the reason he was drafted. He's got to come out, and he's got to make some plays because you know he's going to be on the field an awful lot this week, especially with the loss of Davis. Um, we only have so many defensive linemen on the field, and he's going to be out there quite a bit, so he's got to make plays. <laughs> <laughs> what is so funny about that? You're being Mike? rough on our rookies. Mike, you know, listen, you know um, – I don't want to see the defensive end on Buffalo outshining our guy. You know, I'm tired of that crap. You know, we, you know, eventually our guys have to outshine their guys. Agree. Um, you know, in regard to these first round picks and these early picks, and um, you know, it's up to Austin Jackson, who's going to be going against uh, Rousseau, uh-huh. uh, to shut him down. You know, you're number one. Let's go. You know, you're going head to head. I mean. You know, show what you're made of. Go out there and knock his ass around a little bit. I don't want to see him anywhere near Tua. I mean, you know, these guys have to step up, Mike. You know, they just have to do it at some point. I mean, you know, it's... Well, you know, it just depends on what you want to be, Lewis. You know, if you want to be a playoff team, you've got to play playoff football. And, uh, you know, we have to decide what we want to be. And and, and we'll see as we go along, uh, you know, exactly what they've decided. Yep. I mean... Listen, these guys across the board, you know, Jackson, you know, who we've mentioned, Phillips, who we mentioned, Mm -hmm. Tua, who we mentioned, all of these guys have to do it. They have to do it. I mean, it's that simple. If they don't, then then what do we got? You know, without Phillips, do we have it? Let's say this, though. Howard's been doing it, right? Yes. Uh, On defense, right? We've we've got uh, Gaskin who's been doing it. Yep. 
We've got Devontae Parker who's been doing it. Right. Waddle has looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. So it's not like nobody's doing it. No, and I'm not saying that. Now, we, we, need, we, we need everybody to join the party. We need, listen, these guys were brought in for specific reasons. Austin Jackson to protect Tua. Tua to move the offense. Yep. Phillips to get to the quarterback. Absolutely. All these guys have to do this. It's that simple. I mean, you know, we can't just keep waiting and waiting and waiting. You know, the time, the time is now. You guys are, you guys are on the field. I know you're young, but as I look around the league and I see other guys, they're producing. Waddle did it last week. First NFL game. Yep. He scored our, he scored one of our touchdowns, right? Yeah. Um, you know, that's what you want to see. You know, it, it, it's just that simple. Austin Jackson, okay, you know, guess what? You had a rest last week. Okay. You should be he, he had COVID. I don't know if he had a rest. Yeah, well, well, he tested positive for COVID, Mike. I don't think he said he was sick. He said was he? he was, yeah, he was really glad he had the vaccine, is, is right. what he said. But he was activated for the game, which yep. means that he yep. was healthy enough to play. Well, he, he was healthy enough to stand on the sideline. That we right. know. And he's had another he's had another week to to recuperate from that. He's a young yep. man, Mike. Yep. You know, I I you know, I'd give anything to go out there and bust some hump right now at the age of fifty six years old. I mean, so you know, guys, go out there and you know, stick it to them. You know, I mean, let let's stick it to the team this week. And these guys are going. All the guys we mentioned, Mike, are guys that are going to have to step up. We know Parker's going to do his thing, right? You know, you mentioned him. We know X-Man's going to do his thing. You know, we know those guys. We know Gaskin's going to play well. It's up to these other guys to step up and play at their level, you know, the level yep. that these other guys are playing yep. at, you know, and, and, and that's, that's what needs to be done in order for us to win this football game. Like I said, Ogba's got to get the sacks instead of getting close. You know, it just it it's a team thing. Everybody's got to get really get fired up and give it everything they have. And hopefully, behind the home crowd, they'll be able to do that. You know, the crowd will mm-hmm. psych them up, and uh, they can play off some of that adrenaline. Agreed, agreed. I think you're going to see a lot of Holland this week as well. I hope so. Um, you know, with with this group of receivers, mm-hmm. you know, you want that young blood running around out there and just making plays. And he um, played well last week, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he did. He mm-hmm. did. I mean, I saw him in on some plays. He seemed to be running all over the place, and that's what we want. And uh, you know, hopefully, we see more out of him because I mean, this is a week that we are definitely going to need some plays from that secondary. I mean, it'd be nice to get a couple of picks off of Allen. Uh, listen, you know, every quarterback makes mistakes in the league, right? Look at what look at what happened to Tannehill last week. Look at what happened to Aaron Rodgers. Ro- Ro- Aaron yeah. Rodgers. I mean, these guys had horrific games last week. I mean. And these are these are you know accomplished quarterbacks in the NFL. So it's not impossible for Josh Allen to have a bad football game. He's human. They just have to dictate and they have to take it to him. And it's that simple. So you know, let's go out there and uh, you know kick some ass this week. What's your prediction, Lou? Uh, I mean, you know, with all that being said, Mike, you know, I think we fall a little bit short. I really do. Um, you know, I I'd love to say. You know, we win this football game, but, you know, after watching what we saw last week and what New England's offense did, 
in regard to, you know, their offense against our defense. You know, this Buffalo offense is a little different animal altogether. They're a lot tougher offense to defend. So I think they're going to do enough to win the football game. I think our defense will, you know, will control it to some extent. But, you know, I think what our offense did last week against their defense is a problem. And I think that Buffalo's defense is comparable to New England's. I think that they're they're very comparable to them. I think they're a very, very solid unit. They have some really solid football players. And, um, you know, our offense had a couple of decent drives, and that was the extent of it. Um, you know, they had more three and outs than they did – uh, you know, drives uh, put together. So with that being said, I think we fall a little bit short. You know, I see it being like 27-20 or 27-17, something like that. Yeah, um, I kind of I, I, I kind of figured like a 10-point swing in Buffalo's favor. Um, 31-21, something in that neighborhood, you know? So you think they're getting 31 points on the defense, do you? Well, if the offense doesn't move the ball, they get more possessions. And if they get more possessions, they're going to score more points. And that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you on that. Mike, that's my concern. It really is. Because, you know, you watch, the, you watch some drives where we went three and out. And against this Buffalo offense, you just can't do it. You know, exactly. It's, it's not a rookie quarterback that you're now, going Now, if, if Miami comes out and they can get, you know, a couple of score lead and they can – control the football and, and, you know, play sound offense and, and, you know, discipline defense, you never know. No, exactly. You never know. I mean, you know, you got, you got Diggs, you know, Howard will probably be on him and, um, you know, Jones on the opposite side will be going against Emmanuel Sanders or Gabriel Davis. Gabriel Davis is a really, really good receiver. He goes under the radar, but boy, he makes plays. He caught their their touchdown pass last week. So he's a guy you have to worry about when yeah, he's on I mean, the they field. they can throw four receivers out there too. And then, you know, they've got – Yes, to, and it know, doesn't so, hurt them. It no. doesn't hurt them. Cole Beasley – is a beast. I mean, he dropped a lot of passes last week. I want to say he dropped at least three. And that's not like that's him. not typical, right? No, it's not typical of him. So, I mean, hey, if he does it again this week, fantastic. Well, then it's a trend, and then he's got problems. <laughs> right, and he's got problems, exactly. And hopefully, you know, our nickel guys are, are up to the task on him. I think that that matchup there probably favors them a little bit. I mean, Diggs is going to get a few catches here and there, even off of X-Man. But X-Man will hold his own. I mean, I don't see Diggs eating us up alive. Um, you know, I think that the guys that are going to be the X factors are Gabriel Davis and, um, uh, Cole Beasley. You know, those are the guys that I think are going to be the guys that hurt us on Sunday among their offensive players. Um, I think we may have some problems with them, but, um, you know, we'll see, you know, uh, we'll see, we'll see. Yep. All right. Well, Lewis, we'll be back Monday to talk about it. We will be back Monday. Hopefully, if it's a happy Monday like it was last week, um, you know, it's a home game, Mike. Um, you know, the crowd should be jacked. I mean, you know, it should be jacked. I mean, are, are they sold out? I don't know. I have not heard. You haven't heard. Okay. But I they're didn't... 1 and 0, and that should bring people out. Well, yeah, absolutely. Well, Mike, you know, they haven't been at full capacity in, you know, since two years back. Right, so exactly. you would think that people are eager to go out there. Um, so, you know, hopefully they're sold out and hopefully the majority of them are Dolphin fans, not a bunch of asshole Buffalo fans coming down and 
in busloads like we used to see down there. I mean, oh my God, did I hate that with a passion. It was uh, aggravating to say the least. So hopefully they show up in droves, the Dolphin fans. I believe they will. All right. I'd want to think positive. All right. So maybe Miami wins the game. And uh, regardless, we'll be here to talk about it Monday. Until then, guys, (laughs) fins up. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the FinFans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. Sports Social Podcast Network.